The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A jury ruled Tuesday that one Windsor police officer used excessive force and another illegally searched the car of a black Army lieutenant when he was pulled over in 2020. But 2nd Lieutenant Karan Nazario was awarded a fraction of what he sought. The jury ordered Officer Daniel Crocker to pay $1,000 for illegally searching Nazario's vehicle during the stop, and ex-police officer Joe Gutierrez was ordered to pay about $2,700 for assaulting Nazario. Richard Matthews is an attorney for Crocker. We feel the verdict was fair. It was courageous on the part of the jury, given the political climate, and we're very pleased. Nazario had asked for $1 million in damages. His attorney, Jonathan Arthur, says the verdict is disappointing, but the lawsuit led the police department to revise its policies. It spawned a whole bunch of change that is necessary to protect others from this type of conduct again. The judge previously found the officers did have probable cause to stop Nazario because his rear license plate was not properly displayed. The cost of plans on Virginia's health insurance marketplace dropped 17 percent since last year, the most of any state. The average 40-year-old with a silver plan will pay $80 less per month in premiums this year. According to Axios Richmond, the price decline is due to a program approved by lawmakers in 2021. The program partially reimburses insurers for claims submitted by Virginians with high annual health care costs. The State Corporation Commission says that without the program, costs would have instead increased by 2%. In November, a handful of Gen Z candidates ran for federal office, one winning a seat in Congress. And the number of candidates vying for state and local positions was twice as high compared to the federal numbers, according to a nonpartisan research group. Ian Stewart with VPM News reports a Gen Zer in Chesterfield County is adding to the tally. Jason Melendez is 18 and set to run in a Democratic primary this fall against Supervisor Jim Holland, who has represented the Dale District since 2008. Melendez would have been about four years old at the time. They need to have someone that's living the experience of a young person right now, an experience that was a little bit different um, from what they might have had when they were a young person. Virginia elections are pointing toward a change. In 2021, Nadarius Clark, at 26, became the youngest Democrat elected to the General Assembly, and 19-year-old Isaac Kelly recently became the youngest person to serve on the Timberville Town Council. Melendez, a VCU freshman, says people his age running for office is important. Especially at the municipal level where they can make the most impact. If Melendez wins the seat, he would become the youngest person to serve on the board. Ian Stewart, VPM News. A Virginia Tech program has remeasured the largest living white oak tree in the United States and given it a new champion tree title, Virginia's second oldest. The Brunswick County tree is over 500 years old and was measured by two students with the Virginia Big Tree Program at Virginia Tech, according to WRIC. The Virginia native flora has a height of 86 feet, crown of 113 feet, and circumference of 337 inches. 
The only older tree in the state is a Greensville County water tupelo tree that's approximately 600 years old. Advocates rallied for more resources for Virginia public schools on Monday near the state capitol. President of the Newport News Education Association James Graves said gun violence and school safety are complex and highly intertwined issues. His community was shaken after a six-year-old shot a teacher in the classroom earlier this month. It's going to take all of us, the legislators, the parents, the students, the teachers, the bus drivers, the cafeteria workers. All of us have to come together to get a solution to our issues and our problems. Other speakers called for more funding for schools serving high poverty areas and students of color. Virginia Democratic Senator George Barker was among the speakers and also pledged to allocate more state funds for English language learners in the upcoming budget. The Virginia Economic Development Partnership and Governor Glenn Youngkin have sent $90 million to 21 sites to increase project-ready land in Virginia. The funds will be used to assess an area's potential use and make improvements that could attract future development, according to a press release. Two of the three largest awards went to sites in Chesterfield and Louisa counties. The announcement comes after Yunkin recently discussed scuttling plans to locate a Ford battery plant in Pennsylvania County over concerns about the involvement of a Chinese company. The plant could have created more than 2,000 jobs. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.